Have you noticed so much business and marketing content out there is so abstract and airy-fairy? Like what they're saying sounds good, but what do you actually need to do? That's where the Good Marketing, Good Business podcast comes in. This is where I share practical strategies to help you grow your service-based business. And in case we haven't met yet, I'm Shannon Stone, award-winning business and marketing consultant. And for the last decade or so, I've been diving in deep with small business owners, helping them to make more sales and get more done in less time. And today's episode is no different. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Today we are talking about overconsumption of content. Now, I don't know if this has been a topic you've thought about, or at least in these words anyway, but I'm sure we're all guilty of those moments where we've scrolled a little too long or we've gone down the rabbit hole. But this is a really important topic and more important than I think most people realize because how much content you consume It affects your time, obviously, but it also affects your bottom line. And as a business owner, what could be more important? So I wanted to talk about this first and foremost, kicking off this podcast, also to kind of set the scene as the type of content that I have always shared and will be sharing as well, because I know for business owners, we one have to create content to generate business. You know, you need to get known, you need to educate your audience, you have to build an audience, you have to provide value, tell people about your services and all the things. So we have to create content to generate business. That's no disguise. The second thing is, We often have to consume content to grow our business or learn about technological changes, AI, or learn about strategies or what's working, what's not working, why has Instagram gone down, you know, whatever it might be, we're consuming content on some level in our business and we're also creating content, hopefully on a very good level for our business as well. So We're going to talk about this whole idea of how we consume content, not just for a nice conversation, but at the same time, it might shift or it might provide some answers to the type of content you've been creating or the type of results or possibly lack of results you've been getting from content. So whether that be Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, okay, maybe not Twitter, (laughs) threads, TikTok, wherever content is happening in your world, whether you're creating it or consuming it, it's really important. And I think as business owners, we have to obviously embrace content. It's not ever going away and we're never not going to consume content. But as business owners, we have to really decide what our role is in this content hemisphere, because like anything, if you don't define what your role is, in this case, the platforms will define it for you. They'll suck you into the platforms, they'll keep you on it. And I think as producers of content as well, which is why I really want to share this with people, we can get into the trap of producing the wrong kind of content. And it just adds to this noise that no one ends up paying attention to. So there's three core reasons that I really believe that why this is happening and possibly what needs to change. So we overconsume content, I think for the number one reason as business owners, not talking about like all content and every kind of content, but business type content, marketing type content, all these things that within your business where you go searching for answers, 
I find one of the top reasons is because so much content is incredibly abstract. It's very, I wouldn't even say high level. I think it's just so abstract and airy-fairy and the opposite of being specific. And if you're trying to solve a problem, if you're trying to move forward on something, you need specificity. You need to know the details. We will chat about the difference between paid content and free content, obviously, but I find people will overconsume content because when they're bringing up the answers or they're Googling or they're watching someone's whatever video or even listening to a podcast, it's so abstract, but in the moment it can sound like a really good idea. And the one of the, the third things I'll share with you is the reason why this happens, but it's so abstract. It doesn't actually give us the information we need to do something with it. And if it's not giving us that information, we're just going to keep consuming content in that kind of scenario. Say, for example, we know we need to grow our audience. It's it's something we have to do. Say, for example, you've got a Facebook page. It's got 100 followers on it. And you're putting out content there. And like not obviously 100 people are not going to see all that content. So one, it's like, how can I get them to see it? But two, how can I get more people to see it? So you're on this idea that you need to grow your audience. Now, that is like a piece of string, right? So when you go looking for the content to solve it, whether you're Googling or chat GPTing or you're in a Facebook group or whatever it is, you're probably not going to get the specificity that you need. And that also delays you from even buying from someone to help you with that specific problem because you're going fishing but still not finding the answers, going digging for answers that are very few and far between. So that's the first reason I find there's this overconsumption of content because content out there is so abstract. And At the end, we'll talk about what your role in this is. But I think as a business owner, putting out content, do I just want to add to more of the sea of abstractness, (laughs) if that is a word? Do I want to just keep adding to the noise and to the fluff? Or do I actually want to help people? Which brings me to the second point, which is the second reason I find there is this overconsumption of content And like if we want to bring in the marketing stats and all these things like low conversion rates, the reason is because people are being too hyper strategic. It's like, here is my content ecosystem and how can I take someone from not knowing about me to learning about me to me educating them and taking them through this funnel of content or funnel of micro conversions all the way up until buying and so they're being far too hyper strategic with their content and there's like two problems to this if you be too hyper strategic sometimes you can like be thinking about it way too much that you take like zero action it's like well that was a waste of time and so if you're not taking action well nothing's obviously going to happen but if also if you're being too hyper strategic it complicates things. It really does complicate things. I heard this kind of saying from someone when it comes to their content, it was like, give the why for free and the how for a fee. So it's like, tell people why they should grow their audience. But if they want to know how to grow their audience, they have to pay you for that. And so that was a bit of, uh, I guess, a, a mantra that they followed when it came to creating their content. But 
I like my perspective is and I always come back like everything as a business comes back to well what is your goal and what do you need to do in order to achieve that goal so for myself I'm a business and marketing consultant I work one-on-one with people there's only no more than a dozen people I can work with at any point in time and so if I was always thinking about being and it's not that I don't have a strategy or that businesses shouldn't have a strategy, but when you do it to the point where it deters people from even taking that next step forward and wanting to work with you, that's where I think it's a problem. And that's where I think people, when they're too hyper strategic, it becomes a problem. So I much rather, and this has always been my approach to content, I much rather give people what they need in order to see a win or a result, even making sales in their business. If you're in the Good Marketing, Good Business Facebook group, it was previously called the only business group you'll ever need. In there, I've always shared a lot of content and I've told people exactly how to make more sales, exactly where to get clients from. And people will, they will tell me, Shannon, I watched that, I followed the thing, and this is the result that happened, which I love. And so I much rather give people results ahead of time before they've even paid me, even if they never pay me, because coming back to my goal, coming back to what I can actually take on, there's only so many clients I can work with. And so why would I hold back? something that can help people because I do believe the people who will buy will buy. And so I rather not be hyper strategic, be strategic, but not to the point where it's deterring people from even taking that step forward with you. So that's the second reason why I find a lot of overconsumption of content. The third reason why is because a lack of depth equals a lack of action. So in the content that's out there, say in the business space, or we'll use that same scenario of trying to grow your audience. If someone is creating content to tell you how to grow your audience and there's not enough depth to that content, it's like it's not really telling you any specific details. It's And it's not that you have to give everything away, but you totally can. I am all for that for the reason number two of being hyper strategic. And is that going to deter more people than actually bring them through? But if there's not enough depth to the particular content, say you do a lead magnet around how to grow an audience and people download that, it looks amazing. You've marketed it really well. And then they read it and it's like, oh, like I it, I still don't actually know what to do or I don't really know where to take this information. Um, that lack of depth is going to produce a lack of action. And that action is going to look like they're not going to do anything with your lead magnet. They're not going to implement anything because they've read it and it still maybe doesn't make sense or there's not enough depth and information there. It's not specific enough. And so they're not going to, one, take any action from that to begin with on a free level. They're not a client yet. But because of that lack of action, they're also not even going to inquire about working with you as well. So lack of depth equals lack of action. And I find that it just becomes a web, honestly, because business owners and oh my God, I could literally go on about this. Business owners will think, oh my God, I need to produce more content. I need to get more lead magnets out there. I need to be on more platforms. But if you're producing more of this same type of content, that's not producing you any 
significant kind of results to begin with, then you're going to produce more problems for yourself. So why not? Like I'm very much someone of getting to the root of all problems. If it was to be that you were meant to create content in a way where it truly added value to people and it truly produced results for people before they even bought from you, and then you like scaled that, then you increased the quantity of content you produce, the number of lead magnets you put out there, the number of platforms you're on, wouldn't that get a better impact? Wouldn't that make it more of a difference to your audience? Wouldn't that produce more clients? I would think so. Think about this when it comes to the content you create, but also we're all consumers of content. We're always going to be consumers of content as well. That might answer some questions of like, oh my God, I just went down the rabbit hole. This is why people go down the rabbit hole because the content they're consuming is very abstract, very hyper strategic, and it has a lack of depth, which equals a lack of action. That was a lot, but I think it was really important. There is a framework that I do want to share with you that can really run this home for us. Now, I've got my notebook here and in it, there is this inverted triangle. And this is a, I guess, a content matrix that I think about. And it can really, I guess, articulate this whole conversation in a visual. So if you have an inverted triangle and inverted triangle is a triangle turned upside down where the pointy bit is at the bottom, at the top is clients. Your most important thing as a business is to take care of your clients. The second thing, second most important would be to create content. Now, I love to tell people to create content by showing, not telling. And I will tell my clients, use your clients as content, whether you complete a client project and that becomes a case study or you tell like whatever it is, your clients are the content because you're showing people what you're doing. You're not telling people what you're doing. So clients first, creating content second, contributing is third. Contributing is where you are engaging in content, you're sharing content, you're sending it to a friend, a colleague, sending it up to your stories, whatever it is, but you're contributing. And then the final bit is consuming. So this is where you're reading stuff, you're watching stuff, you're listening to stuff, all those things. Now, the problem that people have is that that triangle is round the wrong way for them. So obviously, I would assume you're taking really good care of your clients, no question there. But when it comes to creating or when it comes to content, and we've got create, contribute and consume, most people are spending more time consuming content. Like, are we right here? If you're spending more time consuming content than you are contributing or even creating content, I think there's a problem in your role as a business owner. And I think you can use this inverted triangle as a like a gauge in the moment of when you are consuming content, are you at least equally creating the same level of content. If you can scroll for 10 minutes or 30 minutes or an hour, like I dare you to check out the settings in your phone to see how much time you actually are spending on socials. If you are spending more time consuming than you are creating, we have a problem as in your role as a business owner. So use this inverted triangle 
as a gauge to help you to stay on track. So everything stems down from clients. You've got your clients first and foremost. That's your biggest bucket. Then we want to be creating content. We want to create more content than we're consuming content. Then we want to be contributing. That's the third bit. And then the fourth and final bit is consuming content. And it's not that consuming content is bad because I think especially in this current season we're all in with AI and chat GPT and all these things coming into play, we're wanting to learn about them. We're wanting to see, well, how can I use this to improve my business, to get more done, to be more efficient, to whatever it is. So it's not that consuming content is the devil, but you need to make sure if you are spending that much time consuming, you also need to be creating it as well. And those three points earlier will probably help you to understand why you potentially consume as much content as you do because one, it might be abstract, hyper-strategic and the lack of depth there. So draw out that triangle. Maybe I'll post it. I'll take a photo or I'll pretty it up and put it out there to people because I think that's really important to have as a bit of a gauge as well. Now, as we start to wrap this up, talking overall about this overconsumption of content or just content in general, I... Like I'm someone who will like talk about the specifics and the tactics and then I'll like blow out the picture to think about, well, what is like the big purpose in all of this? Like what is actually, what's the purpose? What's the point? What's my role in all of this? So when it comes to content and creating content for your audience and whatever that looks like for you, are you pushing content to keep up with the beast, the machine, the algorithm, the demand. (laughs) And, And when I think about, or when I was thinking about this, I was like the demand, like people will push out content to keep up with the demand. And I'm like, but they've got, most often people have the demand wrong. The demand is like, well, look at how much content everyone else is producing. I need to produce as much there. But the demand you need to be focusing on is the demand from your audience and your clients, like the people in your world, like tunnel vision, focus on that not what everyone else is doing. And so if you're pushing content to keep up with those things, do those things even matter? Do those things even exist? Are they even real in your business at this point in time? Or do we want to be intentional about the content we create, the content we consume, the content we contribute to um, and own our part and actually make a difference there? Like I much rather tell people, which I'm doing with this podcast, I much rather give people the instructions to grow their business and whoever will buy, will buy. And most people won't, but I much rather have added some positive value to someone that makes a difference in their in their life, in their business, then be hyper strategic and think about, well, what are all the ways, like, how can I do the why for free and the how for a fee and all these like convoluted type things? Can you be more intentional about the content you create and think about this is where purpose comes in. Like what is the purpose in the grand scheme of things when you are creating content, contributing content, consuming content? And probably the last bit that I'll land on for us here today is to be really mindful of all of it. We've said a lot about the type of content you create, but also what type of content are you contributing to? 
So are there things that are really important to you and conversations you can have online, um, you know, great content that you've read that you can share with other people? Are you contributing in a really positive way? And then also the, the consumption piece of that inverted triangle, how are you consuming or who are you consuming content from? And is it adding value to you or is it just giving you more fluff to pay attention to that you're not really going to do anything with? Think about all of this. I wanted to share this conversation first and foremost. It'll be totally, this type of episode is probably going to be completely different to all the rest that we share on here because it really does set the scene. And it's like, well, this is this is how it is going to be around here. Things are going to probably be quite different. And I've always known the content I've produced has been quite different because people will tell me that. And I love hearing that because I love hearing that people get results from it, which is the most important thing. My time is as precious as your time is. So I would only create something that was going to add true value. And I hope that you do something really amazing with it as well. So if you do have any questions, any feedback, any thoughts, I would love for you to reach out in whatever way that works for you. I'm Shannon Stone on all platforms um, or in the show notes, you'll find my details to contact me otherwise. But I hope you found this useful and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening. If you found this episode useful, I'd love for you to send it to a friend. The best podcasts I have found have all been recommended to me. If you can spread the word by sharing this episode, I can spend more time helping you by creating episodes just like this one. Send it, text it, tell somebody about it, whatever you need to do. The more you spread the word, the more I can focus on creating needle-moving episodes to help you and your friends. 